today. Ivermectin overdoses in Oklahoma or media error. Huh. You decide after you hear the evidence. Also, uh, the NIH orders a $1.67 million study on how COVID-19 vaccines impact the menstrual cycle. That would have been nice to know before they released it. And uh, Joe, uh, Joe Biden brags about companies needing employees because he is artificially inflating the wages. We have got a lot coming up today, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today joined by two of my very good friends. They are also the co-hosts of the new Blaze show. Uh, when does it start? That's a good question. Well, it starts tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Ooh. Unless climate change or the new variant of uh, coronavirus wipes us all out. Well, okay, well, there's always that chance. I was told we're all gonna die. But if it doesn't. If we don't die by tomorrow, then 6 p.m. Central, it's gonna be the start of a five day a week show with both Sydney and myself. You can watch me for my thoughts and then watch her for her face and her thoughts. I knew you were gonna say <laughs> I that. Say, Wait I knew a you were like, you say her thoughts also. <laughs> and her thoughts, winky face. I know you get that all the time. Oh, from Elijah too, And yeah. you're just a pretty face. It's my favorite though. I feel like it's better to be compared to being a pretty face than an ugly face. Well, I do love when they're like, oh, what are you, conservative Barbie? And I'm like, thanks. Hey, at least people I do watch that. you for your looks. Like, I'm, what if that's you actually me projecting? You have to have a brain. I want someone to say, you know what, that man's handsome. I'd like to watch him, but I never got that opportunity. So I feel like Sorry every time that. I come into the studio, Cry. I say to Elijah, when he looks nice, you look nice. <laughs> I'm the one who's telling you you look nice. And this is a nice thing is like on our show, you will hear me often say to Elijah, you look nice. It's also called you are here, you know, in case yes. anybody needs to know that. Yes. We're very excited about it. It's going to be youtube.com slash you are here daily. Subscribe now before it's too late. If you're in the top 50,000 subscribers, we'll love you and she'll give you an air hug. I will. Oh, we're trying to think. Of, we were trying to think of a way to to like reward. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know maybe, what to say. To I don't pick have anything to give away. We were trying to wow. think of. Yeah, I was gonna say we're trying to think of like a some things that maybe we could do to give back. Some things to give away. Right. And we are not clever people. You and me. We don't. We don't have our merch yet. We so don't we're have. Like, right. merch. Right, you right. get free hugs. I'll Besitos. send you. Mm. Yeah. Pictures yeah, of my feet it. was gonna be my offer. Pictures of your the, feet. You know what? Those go for a lot these days. Nice. So. Free pictures of my feet. I mean, I did say <laughs> that it would cost you a grand uh, a little while ago to don't look buy on my Wiki feet. feet. Don't, don't do cheat it. and look on Wiki. I feet. don't have cute feet. This Five is I don't either. And they somehow I'm on Wiki feet. Same. Yeah. My At work, least somebody do you have a good thinks rating, about your feet. Are your feet? Are, do they I have haven't checked my rating lately. Mine was not good because it's true. I have ugly feet. <laughs> and now it's people like me. What's Wiki feet? This is just the news and why it matters, guys. This matters. Wiki feet is a website dedicated to the feet of people of interest, yes. uh, of celebrities. Fauci's feet? Maybe. Beautiful. He, he, maybe, if he's ever shown we, them. We should find out. People let us know in the comments. Does Fauci have a wiki That's feet? Beautiful. Or don't go and find out because you don't want to see it. I don't know. Mm. Uh, it's just maybe either his or. Feet have never been uh, so obviously joined by <laughs> Elijah Schaefer and uh, Sydney Watson. They are the co-hosts of the new Blaze show, You Are Here, which starts tomorrow. You guys have to watch it. Go to YouTube, make sure that you are subscribed to their channel. You are here. Uh, let's get into the first story, which is this. I, I feel like I have to call it the I word because the last time we discussed this particular topic, 
The horse uh, dewormer. They had to put the, yes, the horse, the horse dewormer and nothing else. It's not like it won a Nobel Prize in 2015 for all of its work in humans. Uh, but the last time we discussed this, we like, we literally, our YouTube person was like, yeah, you have to take that out because we're going to get a strike. So we have to be very careful what we say here. So I just want to make it clear. Uh, we are not giving any medical advice on anything. We are just reporting and commenting on the news. Can Ivermectin, just all... I said it. Oh, well, I, have to I, I know, I had to say there it because it, it is a drug that exists. And I want to say this, is that the key thing is that all that they want to tell you is that right now the World Health Organization and the CDC do not recommend treatment of COVID-19 as an authorized use for ivermectin. So that's what they say. And that's that fine. That's what they say. That's totally fine. That is what they the say. The thing is, though, it is an FDA approved uh, drug. It mm -hmm. is used for humans for mm -hmm. different purposes. That and has are been since about 1988. Yes. And yeah, so it has won a Nobel be, Prize. Yeah. And so it's kind of funny, though, because there's this exaggeration, of course, that people are, are using this to, you know, the horse version, mm -hmm. the horse dewormer, would be the same thing as saying, oh, do you do you drink horse hydrator? And which is really just water. water. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, we all drink water, but that is technically horse hydrator. Right, so right. they just use these fancy words and they try to make you afraid. This is a medical term. We shouldn't be afraid to say the name of a pharmaceutical drug. How weird is that? I know. I know. It's crazy. Well, they're doing the same thing that they did with hydroxychloroquine, which is... Oh, you said the other one. Bleh. Well, just say the F word too while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is make Trump, you know, make it a Trump supporter thing. Oh, these stupid MAGA people took this, uh, you know, fish disinfectant or whatever the hell it was. Uh, and then they died. And then it was crazy because these people, these conservatives are so stupid. Uh, so here was the story. It was that uh, one hospital in Oklahoma, by the way, this is rural Oklahoma, were, they were uh, they were turning away gunshot victims because <laughs> there were so many people who had overdosed on ivermectin. They couldn't even see the gunshot patients. It was an awful, awful story. Well, it turned out that uh, the hospital sent out a press release that basically said, actually, we have not seen any uh, ivermectin overdoses, just so that you guys know. And also the doctor that the media outlet, which was Rolling Stone, uh, the doctor that they have on record as reporting this actually is a contracted doctor who hasn't been in the hospital in like two months. So this fact was the doc. Yeah. So this was the doctor. You are actually the official certified, fact checker. A certified fact checker. So could you tell us what what happened? What went wrong, Elisha? Yeah. Well, it started out with uh, it became apparent that this story was false in the fact that they uh, tried to show a picture for this article explaining that this was rural Oklahoma in the middle of summer and everyone was wearing winter snow jackets in the line <laughs> at the hospital. I love that. So uh, that was actually a picture taken from U.S. Uh, News, I believe, of another article talking earlier in people waiting in line for the initial first dose of the vaccine, if I'm not mistaken. Um, in so, January. So they already stole an image from another publication from the wrong season. <laughs> so usually when we're in the wrong season and you can't produce images of right. this, you probably don't have the evidence. Love that's what wearing they do. jackets in September. And also in rural, rural yeah. Oklahoma. Must, yeah. be, a, must yeah. be the hay fever thing. <laughs> Secondly, um, I think like it's interesting you brought that up about the fish with HCQ. Mm. They always like to link these things to to animals mm -hmm. to make you feel like you're as dumb mm -hmm. for doing something that they say you shouldn't do as if people really are going out and just overdosing on horse grade ivermectin 
is probably somebody out there is doing it. I mean, yeah. p p there's incest there's that exists people. too. There's crazy, yeah. crazy yeah. people doing crazy yeah. things. But unfortunately, that's not the, the status quo. And they're all doing this simply because they don't want anybody who beat COVID using an alternative method like Joe Rogan mm -hmm. to have any credibility. And they want you to be and look like you're, not just that you are dumb, but that you are a bad person and that you're a bad influence on society. They make you morally feel reprobate. Yeah. And so this fact that they got caught in it, they're still not apologizing. They're just saying at this time, we still can't verify our claim, which is amazing. I should start saying that to my wife. Well, at this time, I can't verify where I was. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to go over too well with Kaz. So here is the update from Rolling Stone, oh, which, by go. the way, I'm sure won't be reported by <laughs> Rachel Maddow, by all of the MSNBC people who originally tweeted it out, who shared it on their programs and generated millions upon millions of views and traction. Uh, one hospital has denied Dr. Jason I don't know his last name, claim that ivermectin overdoses are causing emergency room backlogs and delays in medical care in rural Oklahoma. And Rolling Stone has been unable to independently verify any mm -hmm. such cases at the time of this update. And then they, of course, listed the National Poison Data System. Uh, they stated that there were 459 reported cases of ivermectin overdose in the United States in August and tried to cover it with that. But it's interesting because it's like, well, we've been unable to independently verify any such cases. Like, well, why did you publish it then? It's funny because in planning for our show, Elijah and I have been doing rehearsals to get things off the ground. And sometimes we come across stories that we really like mm -hmm. that we go, this would be great to add in the show. It'd be great for people to know about. And then we go, oh, crap, we can't verify the information that we're looking at. We can't verify the video. We don't know where this came from. We can't find the origin of it. Let's not run with it. Let's just leave it for another day until we can in fact verify. Mm -hmm. Something that makes me so mad about journalists today is that there is absolutely A, no recourse, B, no consequences when they lie, but C, they don't even do their jobs properly. There's, there's a couple core tenets of journalism. One is fact checking. Fact finding, fact verification, those are three of the main ones and they can't even get that right. They just publish whatever they feel like and the problem is when they do actually issue corrections, which obviously they didn't in this case, it's an update, which I love. When they, when they do say, hey, this is actually turns out to not be true, that gets no traction. Right. The original right. story has already done the damage yeah. and then the up update or the retraction or whatever it is, or the apology, gets zero traction. Right. And so that's why we have a bunch of morons walking around going, oh, people are overdosing on horse dewormer. And it's like, oh, yes, sit yeah. on the floor, please. Yeah, I mean, like Joe Rogan went on his smart show. Guy. and guy. Very smart guy. Went on his show, obviously. For those of you who don't know, he got COVID. Uh, he was, the, and by the way, again, these are the, I'm just laying the facts down. I'm not I'm just reporting what actually happened. OK, Joe Rogan, tell me if I'm wrong. Joe Rogan got covid, had his doctor prescribe his doctor prescribed ivermectin and I think some other different prescriptions. And within several days, he was fine. Mm -hmm. But the headlines were. Joe Rogan takes horse dewormer when he gets COVID. And it's like. But he didn't. I, he's going to sue them, you know. He, I hope that he, he does because you know, he, his, he couldn't get it without a doctor's prescription. You have to have well, a doctor's I, prescription to get it. Too. Yeah, sure. You can go to a feed store, I guess, if you'd like to. But like that, that isn't really what Joe Rogan did. 
And they're making it sound like he just went and took this rogue drug that hasn't been tested in humans. I don't understand this narrative, though, because I think about this all the time, right? When people have other illnesses and things, I'm a big proponent of um, not taking pharmaceuticals. Yeah, me too. I'm a big proponent. Exactly. Well, I think most people are that, you know, actually read about... We're good conservative hippies. Um, Exactly, yeah. (laughs) No, all natural for me. No, but I'm a big proponent of not taking crap you know yeah, yeah. crap that comes in a bottle that you know the doctor said here's some if you Prozac don't have to enjoy. right like there's a time and a place precisely for medicine so there's you know and i think most people i mean elijah and i've talked about this how you know for some of the things like elijah you know with sleep and things sometimes he doesn't get great night's sleep i say go and do acupuncture for me I've, yeah. i love acupuncture yeah. and these are the things you pursue in order to not have to actually go on the big pharma drugs what's weird to me is that if there is an alternative and i realize that that the i word is you know you could consider it a big pharma drug so to speak, but the fact is that if it's actually an alternative, which we're not saying that it is, but we're not saying it's not, if it were to be an alternative, why would anybody want to push that away? I, this, none of this makes sense I, I'll, to me. I'll make sense of it though, is Please. here's the point. So number one, before you let them hijack the narrative, when Joe Rogan mentioned what he was doing for COVID, he mentioned ivermectin as one of many drugs in what is considered a, a cocktail. Okay? I think he called it so, a cocktail yes. in the video that he made. So this yeah. is really important because Science is not conclusive on how to treat COVID, and I can make a couple facts. Number one, we have, do not have a conclusive understanding about the positive effects of ventilators on the treatment of COVID, right. yet people are given them. I happen to be on the scientific side that believes it's a death sentence. Yes. Some people disagree. That's how science has always been. It's never about consensus. It's about through practice and what you've seen and right. what you understand to be true by result. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically what it is, is up front, they don't. They, the current treatment for uh, COVID already doesn't make sense because when you think that they're already giving, you know, antibacterials in the beginning, and this is a virus, this is not a live uh, mm-hmm. functional being or an organism, and so you start to get confused on how they were treating people. Essentially, coming down to this, nobody has a one-size-fits-all treatment, and nobody really knows what to do. Some people are trying to explain why coughs persist, why some people have memory loss, etc. A lot of it sounds like baloney to me, but at the same time, let's just admit. People, if we knew how to treat it and get rid of it fast, then we would already be using right, it. Or someone right. could be hiding it, AKA, we don't well, know. there are vaccines. Right, but that's my, my point yeah. is that we don't know. So someone like this guy, there are a lot of doctors who do agree that it is worth putting ivermectin in a cocktail to treat this due to its functionality, which we're not gonna get into, it's not a science show. Mm-hmm. Not because of how it would cure COVID, and it doesn't. And I don't know any doctor talking about ivermectin being the cure for COVID. There's always some nut job saying that because that's just, again, everybody says stuff. But ivermectin is just seen as one possible due to the way that it functions in trying to shorten, I believe, long-term effects, like the cough and whatnot. And it's not proven, I'm not saying anything's proven. Some doctors believe that. So that's why they include it. And so they make it seem that you're dumb as a person mm-hmm. for putting this in a cocktail when there's a lot of doctors who mm-hmm. believe this. So basically I think he's smart in the fact of what he's doing is saying, look, clearly the doctors that are allowed to speak in sanctioned drugs aren't doing a good job. I'm going to listen to tr- these doctors who have been silenced who have a historical patient output. You know, these doctors that are prescribing these cocktails. Now, I'm not saying it's ivermectin that's doing it, but the doctors that are taking a more holistic, widespread approach are reporting really positive yes. looks for the recovery rate for their patients and non-infection rates for their staff. Is it related? Well, I can't say so on YouTube, so I don't know. But I can say that the people who aren't doing this stuff 
it's weird. The rich people are taking the cocktail, and I know a lot of them, and they're surviving, and they're not dying, and it's the people who are trusting big pharma are the ones that are dying. So you can take off what you want from that. Again, not saying it's ivermectin exactly. Mm-hmm. I have no I have no effing idea. I'm not a doctor. But they're giving, like, 10 drugs. Right. But that's what's so weird about all this, though, is, like, take the flu, for example, or colds. I'm a big... I love echinacea. Legitimately one of my favorite things to put in my system. <laughs> is that I don't think echinacea. I've ever met someone who just legitimately said, I love echinacea. I do. When I, I have a cold... It. I have a passion. I do. I have so many bottles. Echinacea. I sleep with it. I literally. <laughs> I honestly like. I love echinacea because I get. I get a cold every single year. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe my immune system sucks. Maybe it hates me. But I always take echinacea. There's another thing that I've discovered recently that shortens the cold because I. I mean, Elijah will tell you because he's usually the one infecting me with them. Thank you because no. we spend so much bloody time together. Compromised immune system. Probably. Sure. I do have one. I have a low white blood cell count. Oh, the, oh poor you. We should, we no. should fix well, I'm always sick. Oh, wow. just push you off the balcony. Um, <laughs> wow. This escalated really quickly. There's an all love here. And balcony pushes into the volcano. No, but, but so Elijah always infects me with these stupid colds. Or maybe your wife does. I don't know. I spend a lot of time with them both. But the point is I always get a cold every single year. I always take echinacea. There's a bunch of other things that I take too. Uh, never have to go on any sort of psycho other medications or anything like that. Clears up naturally. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. This is one of those things where, again, I go, it doesn't make any sense why there's a, there's a yes, this narrative is fine. This is what you can take. And on the other side of things, it seems so odd to me that a more, as Elijah said, a more holistic approach is rejected. Yeah. I want to know why that they're is. They're not saying it's odd. I know, you have to, I know you have to cut here. They're not saying it's mm, harmful. Though. That's the key thing is that they're saying, well, ivermectin's not been approved to treat COVID. Fine. Fine. But they're not. Right. They're, they're trying to make right. it seem right. like his doctor harmed him. Right. When I don't right. believe his doctor was well, harming him fine. by prescribing well, him ivermectin. Yeah. And also, like, it's like one out of five prescriptions these days is written for off-label use, which is what the ivermectin, like, they're like, oh, my gosh, but ivermectin wasn't originally made to treat COVID-19, like, yeah, no crap. <laughs> it's like funny. many people yeah. take many drugs that originally it was not meant to treat, but doctors, and it may not work. But right, some doctors, but doctors think decided, hey, you know what? It's worth the risk. Let's go ahead and try it and see what happens. That's just kind of the way medicine has worked for a really long time. So it's interesting to see the leftists kind of try to rewrite history. The same on people that. who prescribe Left puberty word. blockers for children oh. are the same people, which is not what it's used for, by the way. That is not what, right. what Lupron and these other drugs yes. are used for. Yes, great these point. are the same people who go, mm, Lupron's fine to inject into children. That's totally unproven but just over here you can't say the i word or use it don't take no. a horse dewormer when your doctor prescribes that it kinky uh all right Woo, speaking where you were just talking about <laughs> echinacea and all of these natural things speaking of natural let's thank our sponsor omega xl so uh, if you've got pain in your body usually it is inflammation that is causing the pain you don't, may not realize it but unless you defeat the inflammation it can cause permanent damage in your body don't do that all right try omega xl it is backed by 35 years of clinical research. It attacks the actual inflammation that is causing your pain instead of you using one of those topical creams that you're like, oh my gosh, this feels so good for about 10 minutes. And then you're in pain again, all right? Omega XL neutralizes the inflammation that causes those painful stiff joints and muscles. It is made from the pristine waters of New Zealand. It is is essential fatty acids from there. So you're like, oh, it's natural. It must not work. Oh, no, 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 no. It is the natural things that work, all right? You have to try Omega XL. Uh, Let me tell you, if you are one of millions of Americans who are in pain, if you try this and you can get out of pain, it can be life-changing for you. All right, let's get you started. Order Omega XL right now. Get a second bottle for free at omegaxl.com slash news. That is omegaxl.com slash news. 
The National Institute of Health has ordered a, uh, a $1.67 million study to investigate reports that suggest the COVID-19 vaccine may come with a, a little bit of a unexpected impact on the menstrual cycle, as the left would put it, on their reproductive rights, mm. right? Their, repro their reproductive health. It may come with an impact on their reproductive health. Uh, you know, it's interesting because it's Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, all of these. It's been, what, since January that they have been offering these vaccines. And just now, the NIH is like, you know what we should do? We should make sure that this doesn't impact uh, our entire society reproducing and making new tiny humans that will eventually take over. And as you go through the story and how this happened, uh, it is very interesting because now that the NIH has decided, what, nine months later, uh, to research the impact on this, they've decided this because there were several doctors who got together, they had all gotten vaccinated because they were very pro-vaccine, and they said, you know what? I noticed a weird change in my menstrual cycle after taking this vaccine. Oh, you did too? Oh, you did too? They submitted a, 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 like a study where people could fill out if they had been affected as well. And they said, you know what? There were a lot of people who also noticed weird menstrual cycle changes after taking this vaccine. Maybe we should look this up. Uh, maybe we should study it. And now all of a sudden, the National Institute of Health is now spending over a million dollars uh, to investigate this. I, I'm, I'm totally certain it's all above board. Definitely the answer is not pre-planned at all when it's the National Institute of Health and they know that the government has already been giving out this vaccine for nine months. I'm sure that this isn't like damage control or anything since the other doctors who are unrelated uh, decided to look into this. I, yeah. You know, not, not, I mean, call me cynical. Well, I'm just saying. it is alarming that the Jerusalem Post the other day was writing, now that we have vaccinated about 2 billion uh, humans, which I didn't know it was that high, Jeez, now that we've vaccinated about 2 billion human beings, we're going to start looking at the long-term side effects of mRNA vaccines. Oh my God. Oh, that's and, good. Yeah, I saw and, well, that's just the 2 billion. And you know, and I went back, way back into these people's uh, archive, and I found an article from early of 2020 when they were talking about the development of like these vaccines. And the interesting wording was, is that while we don't know the long-term risks of these, like it, it didn't say that we need to get people vaccinated so that we can save their lives. It says there is a strong push to get people vaccinated. So we're just going to assume the risks, meaning the government wants us to do this. So we're not gonna take the scientific route. We're going to just right. bum rush this. Right. And look, I, my, my hope is that these vaccines, which again, have been redefined to be vaccines, but these delivery systems, whatever you wanna call them, that they would have no long-term side effects. I don't want anyone to have gotten duped or tricked. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, it could be, there could be really serious long-term side effects for anyone. It's, a, it's still a medical injection, but I hope there isn't some great conspiracy. I mean, like people that like want this kind of stuff to happen are weird too, because there's a lot of friends and family that I have that have gotten these things. And I, yeah. hope, there's, I hope it's not gonna ruin their menstrual cycle. I hope that they're gonna be able to have kids. I don't want nefarious bad things to happen, but sadly this shows you how little the government respects and cares for your body. They, want, they care about your health, yes. but they don't even know how these things affect your health and yet they told you to take things that they don't even know about so it's like it's like again i, I hope yeah. it's not bad 
But if it is, then the only recompense you get is just oops. And that's, and that's what pisses me off the most about this, is that you have the government saying, at treating this as a one-size-fits-all, well, obviously the benefits outweigh any sort of risks associated with this investigational drug. So we recommend that you take it, not knowing anything about your health, not knowing anything about whether or not you have any com comorbidities, mm -hmm. right? Just, yes, you should take it because the benefits outweigh any sort of potential risks. And then you see this and you're like, oh, like for instance, Sydney, I was, um, I was, looking at one of the, I think that it was Pfizer, it doesn't matter because they're all the same, but the the, the vaccine, um, the, the papers that come, the pamphlet that comes with mm -hmm. it, the insert. Mm -hmm. And it specifically said on there, it gave a number to call. It was a registry that they were keeping so that they could keep track. They said, if you're pregnant, and you happen to take this and you have some sort of a side effect, would you do us a favor and call this particular number? Because we're trying to keep track. Oopsie. Like this is our yeah, this is our study. That <laughs> you are our study, basically. You are our lab rats, hmm. and we need to know if you guys are having any sort of potential adverse reactions. So could you please call this number? And I posted it and I had people say, Oh, you're so stupid. Oh, what are you doing posting this? And it's like, I, this is legitimately a screenshot from their website. They are giving this to pregnant women and mm. asking them to be real life lab rats. Here we see now all of a sudden, nine months later, the, NI the NIH is like, eh, maybe we should study this. I come back to the fact that, and I've said this not sure on your show, but certainly on other shows before, that this reminds me a little bit of the thalidomide thing that happened back in the 50s and mm -hmm, 60s, mm -hmm. where, and I'm not saying that these drug companies know that there are adverse side effects. Obviously, there will always be adverse side effects to um, in some of the hmm. population. Can I say that? No, I just, that's that's very kind of you to say that they don't know that there are adverse side effects. Well, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt that's because very I am a you. nice person. Very and kind also, of I you. don't want to get your no. uh, show booted off the internet. <laughs> yeah. But so, so it would, there's a probability that they perhaps know about the adverse side effects. And I will say this again for anybody who doesn't know about the thalidomide thing that happened, like I said, back in the 50s and 60s. The drug company that was that was manufacturing this drug knew that it caused mass birth defects in, in, in addition to heart problems. There was a series of other problems and they continued prescribing it to pregnant women mm -hmm. to treat morning sickness. And all of these babies were born deformed. 2000 babies died. I think somewhere in the realm of 10,000 babies were born with massive birth defects led to a huge, huge, huge. Um, I believe it was a, what's the thing where everyone gets together and sues people? City class class action. I believe it led to a class action lawsuit, although it might've been individual people suing. Anyway, the point is there was a lot of lawsuits going on um, because these, this company decided to not publish the adverse side effects that they knew about. This is what this sort of feels mm -hmm. like to me. Again, mm -hmm. I'm being a nice person. I'm, I'm giving that the benefit of the doubt kind of that perhaps they don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. but even so. used to tell us that butter lubricated our arteries yes. and yes. it was, Elijah, they used to promote I mean, smoking. They used to tell Trans us that. are great. They by used the to way. promote oh, wait, smoking. Yeah. Smoking was well, cool. Smoking and does fun make you sexy. cool, kids. Get your vaccines and smoke cigarettes, literally. And, and I would just like to add to Sydney's story. I would just I, listen again. I'm just stating the facts for what they are. All of the vaccines that COVID-19, uh, all of the childhood vaccines that people get. All of those manufacturers, all of the drug companies are protected mm -hmm. from any sort of lawsuit. They are immune. Congress made it so in 1986. You can look it up. They are immune from any sort of lawsuits. So it, like, if it maims you, if it kills you, if it, oops, 
Do you know? Oops. Do you know even worse? You can't sue them. You got to go through the government. Do you so know what Pfizer is doing in the world? Tell me. Okay, so a lot of people don't know because our media refuses to cover it, but Pfizer is bullying foreign governments, including Brazil, like to withhold the vaccine from them, basically asking for collateral uh, from the governments, even asking for their cash reserves, so that if uh, there's any legal fees or any lawsuits, that even if it's due to negligence, so mm-hmm. the, the thing is, is yeah. that I think the legal matters in the United States don't protect negligence. So right. intentional malpractice uh, of administration or manufacturing, it doesn't protect against that. They're asking foreign companies to put their actual cash collateral to protect these uh, drug companies from negligent practices lawsuits in order to get access to the vaccine. It's That's so why these bad. non-first world countries aren't getting the vaccine. It's not because it's not available. It's because they won't be blackmailed into, yeah, like, into giving uh, why would we special protections to, to American pharmaceutical companies yeah. who, want, who want access collateral, like their companies cash reserve. It's so strange to me too because when you think about this, the fact that we're not even allowed to question what adverse reactions might come about as a result of vaccines. When growing up in Australia, being anti-vax was, you know, is, is like shameful. Yeah. You know, people yeah. used to make fun of it. I fully admit to the fact that I used to make fun of anti-vaxxers. And now as an adult, it's not, to, Elijah and I have talked about this before, it's not to say that you're anti-vax so much as you are. Why aren't we allowed to talk about the right. things that happen right. as a result of this? Now you guys are making me skeptical mm. because you're not letting us even have the conversation. Yeah. I think a lot of people find themselves in that position. Mm. Uh, All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So uh, Patriot Mobile, if you guys do not know, is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And why that is so important is, look, it's the same reason that I started my beauty brand, okay? We don't have enough conservative places to put our money. So instead of giving your money to Big Mobile, who is going to donate a portion of your bill to uh, causes like Planned Parenthood and causes that are like trying to take your guns away literally from you, Patriot Mobile is a Christian conservative wireless provider. Uh, They offer the same nationwide coverage that all of the Big Mobile carriers offer. And they are going to donate a portion of your bill to conservative causes that you agree with, that you fight for. Um, they are with you. And as an added bonus, they don't they don't hate you. You're giving them their money and they don't actually hate you and resent your existence. You got to go to patriotmobile.com slash news. You will get free activation with the offer code news. By the way, if you are a veteran or first responder, they have special discounts for you guys. They've got multi-line accounts. They have got it all. You got to support a company that loves America and loves and shares your values over at patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. The number of job openings in the United States jumped to 10.9 million in July, according to Department of Labor data released Friday. And uh, the total number of unfilled jobs available set a record again topping the 10.2 million jobs open at the end of June. Now, Joe Biden, he thinks that this is great. He's like, hey, <laughs> people are talking about all of these uh, you know, jobs that are available. Everyone's mad at me because employers are having to raise pay because we're paying you guys to be lazy asses and stay at home. Listen to Joe Biden. My measure of economic success is how families like mine growing up, working families, busting their neck, mm. how they're doing, whether they have a little breathing room, whether they have a job that delivers some dignity, a paycheck they can dignity. support a family. Like Hunter? <laughs> in an economy, you know, the economy my administration is building, instead of workers competing with each other for the jobs that are scarce, 
Everybody's mad at me because now, guess what? Employers are competing to attract workers. <laughs> having to raise pay. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I'm serious, think about it. Oh, are you serious? That kind of competition in the market helps workers earn higher wages. I actually hate it. It also gives them the power down. to demand dignity and respect <laughs> in the workplace. Me. Why are his eyes a Simply put, the rest of his head? Worker power is essential. A lot of like around here, our he's like back better than before. It's just that rest. basic. To counter corporate power, to grow the economy from the bottom up and the middle out. I, look, people are mad at him because he's artificially inflating all of these, you know, employer wages. He's like, well, I'm going to pay people to stay at home, so you better pay them more. I won't agree to the federal minimum wage. I'll just pay people to You're stay at home. You're paying people to stay home. He's yeah, not paying he's not anybody. Paying. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I am paying We're people paying to stay We're paying people to stay yes, home. that's fair. I'm like, look at, oh my God, I got into it with someone yesterday uh, about this particular subject. And I'm like, I, like I'm paying your freaking entire year's, not salary, but like your, all of your welfare checks I'm paying in my quarterly taxes every single quarter. I am paying for you to stay at home and bitch to me on the internet Spicy, spicy, Latina coming out. <laughs> it's I know true, your though. director's not going to be very happy. But it's true, though. Exactly what you're saying is true. It's funny He's because... He's never happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> when Sarah gets talking about welfare, that's when the claws come out. <laughs> On a serious note, though, I don't, don't, think, don't think people realize this. That the people at the top end, I don't know if it's the same in the United States, but certainly in Australia, we got to a point where you have about... 40% of the population is supporting about 60% of the yep. population yep. because there is a huge group of people that yep. pay no net tax. Yeah. No net tax yeah. is massive. So that's the first thing. Second thing, makes me so mad, and now that you've said it, it pisses me off that there is no shame anymore in taking money from the government. Yeah. It should be shameful. It should be shameful. And, the, and these systems were only ever supposed to be temporary. For example, you lose your job, catchment system, mm -hmm. we get you. You know, something else happens, you break your leg, catchment system, we've got you. Mm -hmm. But this is not like a long-term solution. And the fact of the matter is that the more that you can have people who aren't working, the more that you can have people sucking on the government teat, the more that they own you. And the mm -hmm. more that they own you, the more that they can control you and tell you what to do. And I know I sound like an insane person, no. but this is basically the reality. And it's been the reality for a very long time. I would like to bring back shame culture. Chad Prather and I are on this bandwagon. Let's shame the hell out of people because like I don't take money from the government I pay my taxes right I try to be a good upstanding citizen why the hell am I paying for you to do approximately nothing get off your ass and get a job yeah but what they would say Elijah is well I if only like the employers just have to offer a livable wage I we know. need a livable a livable what does that wage mean, though? Like, what is what does that mean nothing it means whatever the it's a buzzword what does that mean they want it to mean you're welcome Listen. edit I'm a man and I was made to work. And because I was made to work, I also understand the, the burden of paying taxes. It's in my DNA. I was born this way. Unfortunately, <laughs> Elijah unfo weeps into his unfortunately uh, we've come into a society where working has lost its meaning. And this is what it's about. You know, work has always been traditionally about provision. Um, like two things, right? Because what men find in work is different than women. And men, they want to have a legacy and they also want finances. They, they find pride in provision and in legacy, which is different than what women want in, in a job. And obviously, working a minimum wage job provides neither legacy nor proper provision, which is why traditionally a lot of these jobs, even without minimum wage, which is stupid to begin with, are meant to be starter jobs. They're meant, mm -hmm. they actually were pretty hard. If you look at the, the standards of like working at McDonald's, let's say in the 1970s, it was actually interesting. They had, they had uh, like rules, almost like working for Chick-fil-A today, right? Yeah, because mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at people who work for Chick-fil-A, if I saw someone wanting an entry-level office job that had worked four years, you know, in high school, 16 through like 20 while in college at Chick-fil-A, yeah. 
I'm going to think that person probably yep. has, they're, they're disciplined, they probably yep. know what they're doing, they'll be on time and I can teach them the skills they need, hopefully. Yeah. And so it used to show something. You were never made to stay there. I know I'm being a dead horse with this, but what's happening is the reason why the government wants this is because the more people they can keep weak without legacies, being able to survive, the more the le less powerful the populace becomes. So the less people, once you're rich and you're independent and you, you have an attitude and you have opinions and you're a threat, but when you're at this level, at this wage, they want to keep the masses down from getting ahead mm -hmm. and they make you okay with complacency. That's why they want you to look at a lot of porn. They want you to smoke a lot of weed. It's not because everyone who looks at porn as an evil person every day or everyone who smokes weed that watches this is doing nothing good with their life. The point is, is they want the average person with an, a sub-100 IQ, this is what they want in America, working a job that they're not fulfilled in, looking to negative behaviors to fill them as it numbs their brain, and they have this blind, dead inside worker force that just is to profit them. And that's what they want. And they don't care if it's destroying our culture, our society, because they have no loyalty to us. It's only about the dollar to them. It's yeah. funny too, because if you think right. about the fact that there's no incentive to be self-employed either, and I think this is a big mm -hmm. big part of this conversation, mm -hmm. there's no incentive, and if anything, they actually punish you yeah. for being self-employed. I tried to open a bloody bank account recently for one, for one of my businesses. The Some fees. of the, well, you the fees, but then <laughs> yeah. I also found out that the government can track your transactions. Yes. And I'm going, who the hell do you think you are to tell me how many transactions I'm allowed to use from my bank account on a daily, monthly, whatever basis it is? I was horrified. And the, the system, your system is so bureaucratic. It's the same back home. The system is so bureaucratic. It disincentivizes people from even bothering to get off their butt to do something that they care about. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. Mm. So if you... I'm sitting with two Built Bar fans. We are big Built Bar fans. I want to say this before you get going, because yeah. I always want to say it, and I never get to, for anyone who doesn't know, the cherry ones, the cherry whatever oh, they're yeah. called, they taste like cherry ripe. Australians, they taste like cherry ripe. They're the best thing ever. That's, I'm just saying. Yeah, she told me that I the other day. I eat them they're, like they're cracked. Like, I don't they're know like what cherry ripe is, me. I like I'm them all. I like yeah, small. I like too. the cherry ripe ones. They taste like cherry ripe. They're like cracked meat. The Continue. mint one, the coconut one, it's all, all bomb. They're, They're all so good. They're all so good. so freaking good. We're just a bunch of built bar addicts <laughs> here at uh, Blaze. I'm ashamed. Sarah I'm, ashamed. I'm not this. actually ashamed. You know why? Because they're good for you, all right? They <laughs> taste like a candy bar. They You're ashamed because it tastes like you're cheating on your diet or something. Yeah, it's weird because it, you done, it's like a dessert. Yeah. And I'm, I may even have like put one of these in the microwave with a little bit of like Halo Top ice cream <gasps> on top and made like a little bit of like a fudge bar ice cream oh, sundae thing. Okay. Your wife so and I, good. Elijah's wife and I got addicted. Kez and I got addicted to these because she bought a, a box of them and we would just sit around. She'd be like, do you want a built bar? And I'd be like, yep. yep. And then we'd eat <laughs> sure them after do. the gym to be like, oh, look, we're getting in our, our calories and we're also getting in our protein. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's good because it's a, it's a protein bar. So you're getting the high protein, you're getting the low calories, you're getting the low sugar. But uh, it tastes like you're not. It tastes like you are totally cheating on your diet. So you got to try it. Go to uh, built.com. They've got a ton of different flavors to choose from, as Elijah was saying. Pick your favorite or pick a mix box, and you can get a couple of each and choose your favorite. Use promo code NEWS15 for 15% off. That is promo code NEWS15 over at built.com. All right, Dan Andrews, who is the premier of the state of Victoria in Australia, said that uh, they're going to lock out unvaccinated people from the health system and from the vaccinated economy. They're just going to have to make do with themselves. Watch. From a situation where to protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down. We're going to move to a situation where to protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated and can be. If you're making the choice not to get vaccinated, then you're making the wrong choice. 
you're making the wrong choice. And for safety's sake, and for the back to that point about how much work our nurses have to do, as this becomes absolutely a pandemic of the unvaccinated and we open everything up, it's not going to be safe for people who are not vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus. That's what they'll be, that's what they'll be doing. But yes, there's going to be a vaccinated uh, economy and you get to participate that, you get to participate in that if you are vaccinated. Mm. Now that's not right now because of course there's many more people who want to get vaccinated than we actually can get through the system. But we're going to get to a point where everybody who can get vaccinated will have been offered mm -hmm. the chance to do so. Mm -hmm. Tell us more. And we are not mm -hmm. going to have a situation, yeah. well, at least the not in Victoria, where we lock the whole place down uh -huh. to protect people who won't protect themselves. I, Sydney, I, I want to go to you first. I know we only have a couple minutes left, but um, it seems that this guy has not received the memos of the fact that the there is actual data, like a ton of it, to show that vaccinated people are not only still getting the disease, I'm sorry, the virus, but also spreading, spreading it, it to others. I, I, does he not have access to the internet in Australia? Could yeah, you please I mean, let us know? Probably not. I get heart palpitations watching this stuff because it makes me so angry. Yeah. Like I actually, like I get heart palpitations. Yeah. So yes, exactly what you said. But also I love this because Justin Trudeau made a similar comment where he said, you unvaccinated people can't go out into society and put other people, vaccinated people at risk. And I'm like, if but, the vaccine stops you from getting sick, then how are you at yeah, risk? Yeah, it's the unvaccinated people who should be worried. But apparently they have 13 times higher immunity. So what up, son? <laughs> so I don't know this. I hate Daniel Andrews. I think he's a freaking tyrant. It makes me enraged. I hate that this is my home state because it is my home state. Yeah. People don't realize this. my home state. It's psychotic. And uh, he's just he has no idea what the hell he's doing. He's a tyrant. He's trying to extend his you know state of emergency powers. He gave himself a pay raise in the middle of a freaking pandemic. I don't have to tell you the guy's a nutbag. Mm. I hate him. I actually hate him. And I, and I don't even know him and I hate him. <laughs> Fletcher, we've got about a minute. Yeah, Dan Andrews is a special kind of person that has a punchable face <laughs> and also his demeanor makes me want to slap him yeah, at the like same time. Yeah, it's like he infantilizes people. Yeah, he, he, he talks down to you yeah. where he goes, you know, okay, you're, you're not going to be able to drink your beer and lower your mouth to drink your beer, okay? You're going to have to deal with it. And you're like, okay, listen, man, you're about this close to being like violently deposed by some people who could probably like assassinate you. I wouldn't talk to people like that. Like there are some crazy people in Australia that are really that are out in the outback that just are very pissed and don't like the government. They call and them when, yeah, and and when you talk like this, it's one thing to say, "Hey, look, we're looking out for you," but you say you're a child. You don't know what you can do for yourself. I'm going to decide that you can operate in the economy. And you know what? That's you're going to eventually push people too far. I'm not promoting violence. Just watch out, politicians, yeah. because you're going to push somebody too far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. That's, I keep waiting for that headline. Uh, all right. I'm not sure if we're going to have time for podcast reviews today because I have big news. Big news. A very, very, very big fan of the program tweeted to me today and said, I love Sarah Gonzalez TX. And if you could just zoom in on that particular photo, it actually is Brian Stelter, which is amazing. That's yeah. amazing. A I've healthy 36-year-old. A, a very healthy 36-year-old. Oh, wait. That says, that says Elijah Schaefer. No, it's okay. We're all Brian Stelter because all of us at some point in our life failed to take care of our health while also lecturing people about their health. We are all hypocrites at times. He just happens to be one more often than most. And so... <laughs> and he loves you. <laughs> and he loves you, apparently. I, I love that Brian Stelter loves me. And he loves colonoscopies, too. He does them for fun. Really? Mm -hmm. 
I, that does not surprise me one little bit. Nope, it does not. Not a bit, not okay. a bit. Everyone's got their own things. Uh. <laughs> Whores will have their trinkets. <laughs> yeah. uh, and before we get to the podcast review for today, I would just like to remind everyone, you are here, starts tomorrow. Tell me the time again. I'm going to get it Six eventually. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. Central time. Central. Seven o'clock Eastern for those of you who are really bad at math and time zones. Uh, but it's going to be amazing. It features both Elijah Schaefer and Sydney Watson, two of my very dearest friends. Uh, and so you got to tune in, go to YouTube, make sure to subscribe now. And now we don't have time for the review. And it was very nice about uh, their favorite black trans woman, Elijah. That's very nice to hear. So uh, we'll You're have to famous. read it next time. We'll have to read oh, it next time. Beautiful. Hey, but they should sign up. BlazeTV.com slash news and why. Actually show your support for the very hot and beautiful. Look at him. Sarah He's doing Gonzalez. my job for me. Thank you. I'm just, it said that. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.